This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name is Dan Fudge and with me tonight I've got Simon, Steve, Ash... Uh, who who is not in a bathroom? He is in a caravan in Yarmouth. So uh, I'll be having a lovely time. I've been in the circus today. Uh, now, if it was last season, I'd make a joke about going to the circus being called Hillsborough. But uh, you see, you know, but we're all having a good time now. You see, we're all enjoying ourselves. Now we are on the back of another win for Sheffield Wednesday. Still not conceded a goal. However, you know, local rivals, really poor level, third tier. For those of the listeners of the Offensive Podcast, I'm now going to steal the term El Crapico for Sheffield Wednesday versus Rotherham. So, uh, lads, I mean, Simon, I'll come to you first. Hell of a performance, right? Um, it was the potential banana skin, wasn't it? Uh, Rotherham did us twice last season, their double. I think they've even made a beer. <laughs> yeah, they have. Beer. Oh, they yeah, Ronnie Moore, Ronnie Moore brought that one out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. And I just, oh, man. Their sellout, um, I saw there was an awful lot of red seats for a sellout. I mean, you were there, Ash, weren't you? So it just didn't seem yep. to be a sellout to me. It tends to be fairly full. Um, it was a potential, potential banana skin. Rotherham have got a really good... Uh, they are good in this league. Mm-hmm. You know, so good that every time they come down from the championship, they come back up again. They're the Bolton of the League One, aren't they? Bolton mm-hmm. used to be in the championship. Um, so it was a potential banana skin and it was all set up and, and um, more changed the side quite radically. Um, Patterson came in and, and I think there was a few sceptics, but I'm, I'm a great believer in, in Mr. Spence, uh, sir, in regards to his choice of teams in, in the tweet he put out a few weeks ago, which basically said, trust in Darren Moore and stop picking chuffing teams because you know now. And <laughs> it proved right, didn't it? Proved absolutely oh. right. Absolutely. I mean, it was a hell of a, a hell of a performance. Um, I mean, there was there was even murmurings of when we played Doncaster 
that uh, we were sketchy in places and all the rest of it. But uh, there, there must be uh, an acceptance across Wednesday fans that we're not going to batter every team every week. I mean, all right, yeah, coming up, we've got more coming. I expect nothing less than 4 nil, of course. You know what I mean? It turns out I'm one of those fans as well. But, uh, but Steve, in terms of putting your lineups on Twitter, like... It, it's always, I always find it hilarious. I, I must admit, every week, if I were Darren Moore, I'd be playing this lineup. And, uh, and you did yours and nailed it, didn't you? Well, the, the, there's not a single lineup that anybody could put out that everybody would universally agree with. And I just see so many of them. And what do you think of this? And we, we need to be playing this person. We need to be starting that person. And I understand why people do it and it generates discussion and so forth. But not to be hypercritical, it just got to a point last week where I just thought enough's enough. And it's not about me. It was just it was just a bit of fun um, in terms of the lineup. But to 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 Darren Moore's point, you know, I think we've said before in, in the last sort of two three podcasts that we that we've done, we're still five six weeks away from knowing what our strongest side is. Um, Friday night, we nobody would have, or very few of us would have put Luongo in our first eleven. Um, and I thought he was absolutely outstanding on Saturday. Um, he, he had a hand in both goals, broke things up. Um, was an absolute handful in the middle of the park. Fair play to him. He's coming. That's a that's a headache because I thought Byers had done all well, all right against Fleetwood. Um, we've got players that are in the middle of the park that aren't going to get him week in week out, and he's going to have to rotate the squad when it settles down. Um, yeah, we're going to have a you know we, we've got a good squad, but we, he's going to have some some headaches and you know some, a fair few midfielders to keep happy. Um, long may it continue. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Ash, uh, the first. Event. I mean, we had a couple of long-range slaps from from uh, Double Bizzle uh, from Wee Barry. Um, you know, and some of them were. I, I, do you know what? It's actually nice to see him trying those again because I feel like it's been a couple of years since he lost confidence after, you know, in his uh, midfield partner and we started dropping back that we discussed to absolute on a year last season. Um, you know, he's now moved a bit forward. He's now got somebody next to him that he absolutely trusts to to come and do that donkey work. And now he's slapping them in. But then after that. Um, there was the penalty decision. Now, it was soft, wasn't it, Ash? Um, yeah, for me, it was. Well, it was outside the area, for, for me, anyway. Um, outside area. Um, and I'll... Oh, hands up. I was at the bar. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's, a, that's a New York Stadium representative so- Ash Rogers there. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, I promise, but I thought, you know, five minutes before, you know, I thought I'd go get a beer with the boy and uh, a pie for him, a beer for me, should I say. And I totally missed it. So, but I have seen the replays and everything. I just wanted, like, just before that, for me, um, it was it was one of the games I was I was really nervous about. Obviously, it's it's a South Yorkshire derby, it's not a derby. So all the Twitter polls about is it a derby or not? It's a South Yorkshire derby, not a derby. So that's, I'll, that's for me anyway. Um, is that the official one, line, Ash? For, no, no, it's not official. It's for me. I know nothing. Come on, well, I'm plumping for all great pies players. on Twitter and stuff and, and stuff. Like that. It's not, I'm not. I'm not no thing. But it was. Um, I, I wanted the first twenty minutes against Fleetwood, and I yeah. got the bang opposite of the first twenty minutes against Fleetwood. I thought we looked slow, um, not at the races. I know Rotherham didn't offer hardly anything anyway which was good it was the fact that they're crying out for a, a striker which helped us because they had the the few chances they did have they couldn't take uh, and it was it was a good thing really because I, I thought we were really slow sluggish um 
team selection, like I agree with Steve, Steve, um, you can't. I think we've got that much depth now that's going to come through, uh, uh, which is great because we've got rid of some deadwood. We've brought in 13 uh, players now. I don't think you can argue with any team at the minute that he puts out. No. I, I think the players that he's selected at the minute, and we've still got players that he's signed that haven't played a minute yet, mm-hmm. which which is great for me because there's going to be them guys that have come in are going to be hungry. They've seen the, the, the first 11 or the first 15, 16 players playing and thinking, I've not, I've come to a league one team and I'm, I'm an established player, but it looks like this team, I'm going to struggle getting in, but that's what we want. That's what we've needed. We, we didn't, we've got rid of people that we, we all think that probably were carrying like the money, the wages that they were expecting to play week in, week out. And I think they've, they've got in guys that think probably might, may have thought that thought or oh, league one. I'm going to walk in. Oh, hang on. It's going to be tough getting a spot in this team, which is great for me. So I thought, I thought, yeah, first 20 minutes. And then we got into it a little bit. Um, like I said, Bannon had, a, and there were a couple of times that I thought that we should have shot earlier and we didn't, we passed it around the box and tried to make a bit of space and, I've seen like Baron, Bannon scored the other week uh, a cracking effort from uh, long distance. I think he's got a bit of confidence back, but yeah, uh, penalty. Um, well, I mean, I think we could uh, probably spend the next hour talking about Peacock Farrell save. So it which was, a- was fantastic live. I tell you, lads. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just just before I talk about the penalty, Ash, what beer do they sell down at Rosen? Nothing, because they ran out. So, hang on, so you've gone down for a beer. Oh, don't, don't. Missed the penalty stop, and then <laughs> yeah. they haven't got any beer left. Not, not a great deal of decent no. planning there, because you couldn't get in, could you? No. The turnstiles weren't working. Oh, um, yeah, the t- and, turnstiles and weren't working. You know, they, ran, they ran out of beer before the game as well. Have, have the the management who were once in charge of Sheffield Wednesday now in charge of Rotherham? Yeah. Have they yeah. moved down the road? I, I mean, I could, I, uh, Rotherham, I mean, there is a, quite a few... Um, uh, outlets, but like the one that I was in, they ran out, and then they were like, "Oh, and we need to get some cans." Got a load of cans. Obviously, they ran out, so it was like people were queuing up, and then getting to the front, and it was like, "Now we've got no beer left." I mean, uh, you know, oh, so, uh, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's going to be the same all over every club, isn't it? Uh, shortages well, of things. So. That's it. Sounds Ash. What I was going to say was like, it's it's South Yorkshire. We are, you know, we're known for a, for a group of people what like a drink. Do you know what I mean? It's not like we're up against Fulham, who uh, who, who have a bottle of wine at halftime. You they know what I mean? Have, they did have slight warning how many were coming as well. The number of tickets yeah. that had been sold. It, it yeah. wasn't as if they went, how many are coming to this match? You know? I think at halftime, I think someone did mention, but it was, I think they ran out of the actual, you know, the gas for the for the draft. Uh, do you I know what? Actually, I, at, at the risk of standing up for my uh, for my fellow colleagues in the hospitality industry, that is quite the issue at the minute. Um, you can't yeah. get over of gas. You can't get over of vodka. You can't get doormen or chefs. So next time, uh, Chloe Thomas, who lives in Brighton, you want to come down and kick off at my staff. Uh, you know, remember that, would you? You know what I mean? Instead <laughs> of just sending a shit email to the CEO. Simon, talk to me about this penalty save. Anyway, come on, bloody hell, I've pissed myself off. It, it, it was a stunning, stunning save. And you know what? That has done a huge power of good for our back five as well. Because, I mean, did you see Barry Bannon clinging off off, off his neck after he saved it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was 
he was so pumped up after he'd done it, and then nothing was nobody was going to score against him. Then no, I, I, I think yeah, that and I was going to say I was going to say that Steve, what do you reckon? I mean, in terms of confidence and what 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 BPF has brought to to the team in terms of confidence, you've not got now Barry Bannon dropping back to to at least try and stop a, a shot on goal to try and dive in because he's got confidence in his goalkeeper, right? Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to hear Barry Bannon turning around going, fucking shite! But <laughs> <laughs> Peacock Farrell anytime soon, are we? Um, and now I'd agree with everything that was said. I thought that the save, as good as it looked visually, when you realise that, obviously, was it Sadlier that took the penalty? Has absolutely whacked it. Oh, yeah. For Peacock Farrell to react and get as far across as he had, not only has he saved it, he's tipped it over the bar. Yeah. yeah, you know, so yeah. to be able to do that is absolutely ridiculous. And at that point, you just knew, not, regardless of the, the, you know, the way that the game had gone. And I thought, all right, Rotherham at home, bit of a cup final for them, if you like. Um, they didn't allow us to play out from the back, which possibly would account for the reasons why we didn't look too good, because that's what we've been used to doing for the first two or three uh, games of the season. Um, but the moment he'd saved that, I think, was it the resulting corner he caught? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that was it. That's, and then, you know, it. it's half time. He's not getting beat on Saturday. And I think, like you just said, there, there, there seems to be a, a, the back five seems to be breeding a, a confidence that he's going forward and there's an assurance around them, isn't there? This, um, this is what you were saying earlier on about, you know, we've got an abundance of players changing changing places. It's, it's that back five that we want to keep as much as a unit as we possibly can. And and yeah. then you're going to have like Adeneran didn't I don't think he started on on Saturday because to be honest against Fleetwood in the second half he looked shattered, you know I mean he covers every blade of blade of grass that kid and he had to have a rest you know you can't the 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 games in this league because of the Papa Johns and everything else are thick and fast so we need we need a deep squad to go of quality which I think we have got. Um, so but our back five including the keeper in my opinion have to be a back five that we try and keep all the way through. And I think we've established that now. I know we've got the laugh from Everton, but I think Dunkley, by all accounts, committed himself well on, on, on Saturday. Yeah, yep. he was he was the one he was the one player after uh, Fleetwood when um, Hutchinson went off injured. He did look shaky. And yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Player, he was the one player that I was a bit... He's not played a lot of football as well. So, you no. know, so he's going to take a bit of time to gel with the players and all that, and he but it hands up on on um, on Saturday. He did uh, he did play really well. He he, he did seem he got to the be team there. of the week, didn't he? He got team of the week, yeah. yeah did, but he yeah, did seem yeah. to be. He did seem to be. You know, we've for me like um, I offers the one that does all the sweeping up. That he's always there. He's got the pace. You yeah. know, if someone makes a mistake or there's a wayward pass. But Dunkley just seemed to be there, at, in you know, like spatial awareness. Just yeah. I need to be there. I'm there. So I think I think he's I think he's going to be uh, hopefully because we didn't see much of him. He signed and being injured, COVID and all that. I think he's going to be quite quite a good backup if we're going to have much. And I offer. Um, I thought you were going to do the line ash. You know that Simpsons meme where everybody's looking back. And I thought I thought you were going to go. It'll be like a new signing. <laughs> I, th- I thought well, you were going to drop that maybe, one. In. May- maybe, maybe it could be because obviously lack of football, lack of being mm. in the in the squad, uh, it-, it could be a new signing. But uh, I, I like the fact we've said about the back five, which could be back six, seven with players coming in and things. But it looks to me, and and we've people have said it for years in football teams, is that you have a spine, yeah. and we've got a real looks like because the. Uh, <laughs> 
I've got a negative for me for Peacock Farrell. So we've got we've got Peacock Farrell, then we've got a, a back a back centre back pairing of Iorfa and Hutchinson, Bannon in the middle, and uh, well, it's 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 um, Gregory, yeah, or Windass, but obviously it's Gregory at the minute. But that's what I like, and I think that spine, I, I think that that is like better than any spine in the league in League One for me. I'm reading um, uh, the the ninety one book at the moment. Uh, and and we had that same similar sort of spine uh, in '91 when we went down. It's it's a great book in regards to um, how Ron Atkinson um, wanted to keep the spine of the team together, and and it wasn't planning like this. But obviously, when we got relegated, they went to um, Marbella literally the day after we got relegated. And and classic and was, big Ron. And it was brilliant to galvanize because they didn't think they'd go down, Dan. They didn't actually think they'd go down. So they booked it and it galvanized the squad together. And they had that spine of, of, of Pressman at the time who was chosen overturner. And then you had Shirtcliffe and, and, and Pearson and then Sheridan and Hurst. And, mm. and, and, and what an amazing spine to build around. Yeah, not too shabby, is it? If you look at the same as what we're starting to do now, you would say that, wouldn't you? I mean, the Bannon... Bannon has really pushed on this, you know, all right, we're only so many games in, but... Hey, listen, we're going to get promoted. We're not going to concede a goal. It's going to be the Invincibles. And, uh, you know what I mean? I I am absolutely getting carried away by it. I I really am. Let's get to the goal anyway. Ash, uh, just just before I carry on, did you you see the goal? Did you... (laughs) We're there for the goal. Yes, I was there for the goal. All right, so so listen, we scored a goal. And for me, me, it was literally... What the kids would call a, a, a sweaty FIFA goal. You know what I mean? Geezer <laughs> runs down and passes it across and he taps yeah. it in. I can't for the life of me, and I hope you can enlighten me, Ash. Who is it that puts that cross in? Because I can't see it. I don't know what it is about the cameras at Millmore, but uh, at Rotherham, but they've. Patterson. Is it? Was it? I, 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 that's yeah, what yeah, I thought. Yeah. Was it him that gave yeah, the penalty pa- away? Yeah, yes. he gave the, yeah, he had a bit of an eventful, uh, eventful yeah. game, actually. He's Patterson. had a day out, I mean, Can me, I just say, before, before you start, Ash, can I just say, the the run that he made, that recovery run that he made to give the penalty yes. away, mm. was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know what? If you'd have made that tackle, you know the Bannon tackle against Huddersfield. Yeah. it was like that. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. it just so happened at the end of it, but it just goes to show that the you know the the work ethic that uh, Darren Moore's created within the team at the minute, everybody's running their absolute bollocks yeah. off. Yeah, we're going to need a big squad because we're going to be knackered. Yeah, you're right. That, that, that's no right. bad thing for me. But just, yeah. I just wanted to raise the, you know, the point around the the, the recovery run for Patterson. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. A, a thing. But well, tell us about the goal smash. Yeah, yeah but like Steph Patterson and uh, oh, why me? Canberra is that how we're going to say it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Canberra. Yeah. Uh, the the thing is, like like Dan said, that my my lad is 13. He comes home and away with me. Uh, exactly what he said. Is that what Dan's he said? 40. And my lad turned to me because that's all right, sweaty FIFA goal. And all, all, the, all the all the kids out there that play FIFA and they'll they'll know exactly what it is. But but the thing is, his desire to get there as well. He's got to be there. He's just he's, he's gonna he's a striker. His goal record when we signed him, everyone said, oh, it's not that good. But you know, but he's got to be there, Auntie. He? He's got to be there. And he, he, it taps it in. Yes, all right, it's a tap in. Why we? But it, it build. We build on that. We build on a one nil lead and uh, we've got the goal confidence is sky high the fans went absolutely ballistic one of the be- best atmospheres i've been in 
I've got to say, it was great. And all the bollocks that all the Rotherham, salty Rotherham fans saying about didn't make a sound. You should have heard me after the match. I couldn't talk. And I like to talk and <laughs> I could not talk. So uh, it, it was unbelievable. It was great that singing and, and just the support because winning breeds it, doesn't it? I think, I think the confidence is high in the team. Confidence is high in the fans. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good. I'm. I'm happy for the guy. He's off. He's off the mark, isn't he? That's. I think yeah. that's what we. Yeah. Like this one in first half, didn't he? Which uh, I saw on the highlights, and and really it was a quite a guilted chance, and he missed it. I think he skied it or put it wide. And you just thought, oh, I hope he's not one of these lads who, because I like him. He puts himself about, doesn't he? He 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 seems to get himself in the right positions. He can run. Someone said to me, he's. Someone said, oh, he's a bit like Atinui. I went, no, no, he's actually got knees. He can run. He can actually get, you know, he makes a, a, a nuisance of himself, and and I, I think he will get more goals. I think I think he'll be. A, he's a great, great player. I don't. When I look at the the, the team sheet and he's on it, I don't. I don't go, oh crap, you know. Yeah. It, it, you don't. You don't sit on your on your drive when you're on your way and you hear the uh, the uh, team sheet and go, engine off. Come on, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go play FIFA. <laughs> there you are. Actually, there's a, that's, you brought up an interesting point there about uh, about New Year. His name's not been mentioned much, has it, the last few no. weeks? You know what I mean? We went through all summer about, no, you will kick the crap out of this league and let's get him back and all the bloody rest of it. But then, must admit, now, now we've not conceded a goal and we're winning every bloody game. <laughs> it's every, like... Every, every football fan every football fans goal in, fickle, aren't they? He scored one goal in Cyprus. One goal. You know, that Cypriot league that we know is just like the, 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 you know, it's up there with Serie A, isn't it? You know? Oh, no, I think, I think me and Ash played uh, Sunday league round, uh, round Rotherham. And uh, I think it's about that level. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He scored one goal. So come on, get over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I think football fans are fickle, aren't they? Sorry, Dan. I think football fans are fickle, aren't they? When things are going well on the pitch, and we all know it, don't we? Things are going well on the pitch. A lot of stuff's forgotten, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And All of a sudden, when... I, yeah, Chad Seary's the best chairman we've ever had again, isn't he? Well, <laughs> no, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Twitter and, and social media, there's still people, that obviously, he got us in this mess. And we can go on about it. It's a, probably another subject, that I, but you, uh, Darren Moore's made these signings and with his blessing or not, we don't know, or... or we don't. We, he's got. To, it's got to come from the top. He's got to say yes. You can spend this or that. Or let's tell you what. Let's, or, uh, or just gone to him. Darren Moore. They are. It's some I'll money. Leave you alone. It's some, it's some cash, pal. Yeah. Don't spend yeah. it all on sweets. You know what I mean? That's because yeah. that's that's what that's what happens. Now, before we get to that, actually, that's that's a really good point. We'll we'll drill down on that after uh, after we talked about the second goal, Steve. Like keepers had a mare there, Annie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be good. You'd be gutted, it, it, you, you know what? Do you know what? Things you love to see because that's exactly <laughs> the kind of thing that we've had 18 months, two years yes. having to endure ourselves. You know, um, yeah. again, talked about Luongo a, a little bit earlier. I think he, it was him that was doing a little bit of harassing that has allowed the ball to break free, yeah, break free. And was it Adenir and took the shot? Um, yeah, and uh, you know, we, 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 we've talked about Canberry, Canberry, um, the other guy, uh, Gregory. By the way, in those two players, we've scored three goals this season now. Again, two against Rotherham, one against Fleetwood. You know, we'll mention Jordan Rhodes, but by Christ, if he was on the pitch, he, he wouldn't have that instinct. He wouldn't have that sort of that belief that he was going to, or, or that intellect, if you like, to go and follow the ball in with mm. two lads. Mm. And with all due respect to him, let's let, let's call a spade a spade. 
two or three years ago, if you put Lee Gregory and Jordan Rhodes in, in the shop window, everybody's lumping for Jordan Rhodes, aren't yeah. they? So where we still, sort of still have, haven't they, Steve? Well, this field have gone for Rhodes and yeah. played yeah. X amount. Exactly. And where 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 yeah. we're sitting where we are in, in League One, and we can we can dissect that all you want, but we're living what I like is that currently we've built a squad and we're living within our means. Yeah. And we've got two lads that are leading the line potentially at the moment or fighting over leading, leading the line until Windass comes back. And they're hungry. Um, we've got all these comparisons with past players. I actually think, rightly or wrongly, um, the Canberra reminds me a little bit of Steve McLean. You know, his footwork, he gets the ball in. He's got a tidy little touch. Um, I don't think he's going to get 15, 20 goals, but I think he's going to be a handful. Yeah. Um, I like the way he's going to he's going to link up play. And hopefully we've talked about it with Patterson. It's like a Patterson with a better touch when he's got his back to goal, if that yeah. makes sense. Whereas oh, yeah. Patterson will flick yeah. it on or, yeah. you know, be a, be a bit of a, a bull in a china shop sort of approach where he'll just get his head down and, and cause problems by running at people. Yeah. I think Cambiri's got a little bit more about him. And some of the touches at Gregory, he pulled one out of the sky, I think it was on Saturday, um, on the halfway line where he's killed it dead and then spun and laid somebody off. And, he, you know, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous for League One. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Steve, that actually sounds like a lot of my nights out in Sheffield, you know, doesn't score much, <laughs> but gets a handful. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I think what, we've all been there, Dan. <laughs> what I, uh, <laughs> and that's great. the title of tonight's pod. <laughs> right, good night, kids. See you later. That's, right, that's it. What, finished. Bye then. What, nice what, <laughs> what I did like about Gregory's goal is... Um, I'm going to call him Dennis because that's what a lot of the, the kids on the... Uh, Big the, Dan. Uh, yeah, the, uh, they were calling him. Um, he had a shot, a daisy cutter, keeper, easy. Whereas you'd have people turn the back and go, oh, yeah, he saved that and gone. It, Gregory didn't. Striker's instinct. Yeah. Straight on him. He spilled it. He made a proper oh, two and eight of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was there to tap it in. Well, scream it under his body and get it in. That's what I liked. I, I don't think any of the strikers we've, we've had previously would have gambled being there. I think gone. maybe Hooper would, but I, honestly, yeah. I, but yeah. I, I miss him and still cry myself to sleep with yes, Gary Hooper. Same but, yeah. you know, same be, before we wrap up El Crapico, I've got to talk about uh, BPF's double save as well. Uh, oh, yeah. to, towards the, I mean, what you know, the confidence and the ability that, uh, that you know, he, he gives the team confidence because of his ability. And he's just been, you know, has he been what we've been missing? Well, obviously, you know, there's 13 new signings, but is he the most important, Si? He, he look, look, two things, go back to the goal. Two two things I'll take out of that, which which there's a, there's a video footage of taken from the Rotherham side when the daisy cutter comes in from Big Den and they all go, nah. Oh no! Yeah, which is absolutely brilliant. If you find that on Twitter, it's superb. And secondly, um, uh, a certain other podcast, YouTube podcast with four Rotherham fans on, who which seems to have taken quite a, a forefront on Twitter over that's last week. They, they've had a shit time. That's my biggest fear, being a me. <laughs> Honestly, that's my biggest fear. Like, imagine we just go, well, I think we'll trans more come four nil, and then we put that 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 clip, we yeah. put that out. Yeah. And then a Morecambe fan gets it. They do as one nil, and yeah. then that's—I've just said it, Anna. Yeah, you yeah. Have. No, not yet. We haven't. We haven't done the scores yet. But there's no, also not one. Like, not one of that Morecambe squad gets into ours. Cole Stockton might make it onto bench. To be yeah, fair, I wouldn't even wear their boots. <laughs> <laughs> but also, as well, going on to what you're just saying, Steve, that they were making comparisons about our keeper, and they were saying. Yeah. 
our keeper's shy. You know, our keeper, the, the, the Rotherham keeper is best keeper we've ever had. He's far better than... And then our keeper, double save, penalty save. And by the way, it wasn't a missed penalty, Rotherham fans. Nah. You, you actually put it, I hate that term. Oh, no. we missed the penalty. You missed the, guy the penalty. Did, the guy did everything right, didn't he? Yeah. The, 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 the penalty, penalty taker. It yeah. was a fantastic penalty. Yeah. And 99% of the time you're seeing that making the net bulge. Unless you do it in front of our, our keeper, did a worldy save and it were a fantastically well save. And then their keeper goes and does that, and which really then just basically that's the icing on the cake to me is, yeah, your keeper's far better than ours, despite our keeper doing what he's just done. You know, mm. there you go. Absolutely. So yes, he is one of our most important signings. Absolutely. So, can, can, can I be? Can I be? Can I be a like a bit of a? I don't know. A, 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 Negative. A miserable number like you are. Oh, that, yeah, that's, yeah, your, that's, yeah, your entire, that's your entire role on this podcast. You know, but, but, si- yeah, was... Simon's are, you know, 10-minute oh, rambles. Sorry, Simon. Steve, Steve, Steve leans into the camera to make a salient point, and you and you are a miserable bugger. Like, you know what I mean? Come on, Ash, play your role. Do better. 10-minute rambler. <laughs> um, it, it, no, it's just a, it's a slight thing of... of it's his, he's only played a few games. He's got to get used to team squad. But I think Peacock Farrell's distribution could be a bit better. That as in decision making, there were a couple of times that he he stuttered with his kicks or throws out throwouts, and there were a couple of times there were people on like out wide Jack Hunt a couple of times, and it was a uh, it was either he didn't see him or he went to throw it or kick it and it didn't. So it's going to come, but it was just for for me. I just want to be a bit negative. I'm on holiday as well, and I'm negative. Bloody I was kids say, loving this. It's, it's difficult, <laughs> isn't it? Because we, you know, yeah. we, we've got an hour to fill here, and we're sat here going, "No, oh, we smashed them." Yeah, I, I, no, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I, I, it is at the minute for all Wednesday fans. At the minute, ninety nine point nine percent of it is all rosy, isn't it? We're winning, we're top of the league, um, and things like. That. But I, and to be a fair judge and a a, a realistic podcast, because we've got to, people out there might not agree with us. I don't know how, <laughs> but but for me, yeah, I, yeah, just just a couple of things that he'll he'll line them out, no doubt. When they when they play together for 10, 12 matches together, and um, it, yeah, it's just it was just for me, it was that, and that's what I noticed. And being at the game and as a fan and a, and a podcaster, we've got to we've got to get into it, haven't we? We've got to take notes and because people want to listen yeah. to us. I remember actually, oh, I, I had a fallout with James once about five years ago. Because we'd played really shit against Subber, and he went, "I just don't want to talk about it." And I went, "You can't do that. Well, you know, this is our entire our project here. You know, what I mean? you can't just sit there not talking about it. Like, you know what I mean? If we get spanked one nil by Walker, we just sat here staring blankly into the camera for the next hour, or down the microphone, just making noises. You know what I mean? We'd be like, we the worst podcast going, and and, and it'll something else. It'll well, happen one game last season. season. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. <laughs> I would yeah. Well, thank, you know, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity to thank Mike Constantine, uh, Wealth Management, for sponsoring this nonsense. And also thank you to the players, which gave us something positive to talk about that joined us on the show last year. Um, now, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to move on. That's uh, that's how Crapico wrapped up. Looking forward to more. And we'll do the score predictions in a bit. But there is there is something that I wanted to pull at. And uh, and I feel like we hey. um, and I feel like um, and I feel like it's something that we should talk about. Um and the best example I can give it is that um, Lewis Wing made a very frank, a, a refreshingly frank comment in the in the uh, in the press this week, saying, "I love it here. I'd love to make it permanent." 
Like, I really like the atmosphere around the club. I'm having a great time. You know, the fans are great. And I can't remember the last time. I mean, we get a lot of it's a massive club and it's got a big following. We get all that. But for somebody to be that frank in the press was actually really refreshing. Now, you know, we, did, we discussed it just before we came on air and I'd like to just, just pull up that thread a little bit more. And, uh, and Simon, I'll come to you first about the atmosphere around the club, internally and externally, front of house and back of house. Like, you know, the, the fans seem a lot more engaged. We're making some, you know, some, some big decisions. We're, we're making signings. That's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's almost like we've done Control-Alt-Delete, haven't we? Mm. You know, it, it, it's that... The, probably the best thing for this club, and some people might disagree. Don't say it. It's massive. <laughs> no, it's the fact that we went down. Get out. How and, can and, you believe I, that as a supporter? It, it, oh, we're going to get in a rumble, Mr. Hill. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's let's pull up that, because I agree with him, Ash. Because I, I remember uh, your mate, uh, North Yorkshire Owls, on Twitter. He said it. He said the best thing that can... Yeah. And I, lo- I loved him, by the way. I love how he did your shit. And we had him on at the end of the season. So, and, we said, yeah. and he said, on that on that phoning show, he went, the best thing this club can do is go down, get rid of the contracts and all the speech, side, yeah? Trust, trust me, when we went down, I remember looking on, uh, when we went down on that game against Derby, my little boy was in tears. He's never seen relegation before, and we've been through quite a few now, right? And he was in bits, 13-year-old in bits, right? And I, I was gutted, absolutely gutted. But... If anything, what it's done is it's made the chairman, who ultimately he, he owns the club, right? He he it's made him realize that he's made, I think it's made him realize he's made mistakes. And we have taken a different path. So if we'd stayed up, if we'd stayed up, he would, all right, the shirts issue, right? The shirts are cheaper and they're actually manufactured by somebody who knows how to manufacture football shirts now. Probably not the right sizes, but they know how to manufacture a football shirt, right? So, and the cheaper. So the, the, the shirt prices have gone down. I don't think anybody can argue against the, the, the price of the football shirts now. Season ticket prices have been reduced. Massive thing, wasn't it, in regards to how expensive. And I don't know about you guys in regards to, I know, Steve, you've got season, well, you've got season tickets now, haven't you, Steve, which you didn't have before. Ash, you've renewed your season ticket. We've renewed our season ticket. And there's, it seems busier. There seems to be more people around us than there ever was before. So in my my mind, more people have bought season tickets. Um, the 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 players that we've gone, the players have gone, and we've which we're always, I think, we're always going to go in the championship. But I think Chancery would have gone down the route of trying to spaff money on the same sort of, oh, we'll we'll sign the same similar sort of players. I think it's made people realise. And also, as well, I believe um, hospitality is cheaper now, so they've sold out all the boxes. We're not rich enough for hospitality. The only one you know, who can but, afford it is you, Simon. Yeah. But, <laughs> but apparently the, the boxes are all sold out for the rest of the season, whereas they're empty last season. So he's, he's, he's got in and realised that actually people from South Yorkshire want to pay this and not, you know, South London prices. Yeah, we, we, we do have to give a big thanks to the club for our the Wednesday week podcast discount. So ours is, ours is there for the rest yeah. of the season. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep that quiet. <laughs> I know. I tell you, so I, I, right. Go on. I think so it's that's the kick-up really the arse. It was the kick yeah. up the arse. And nobody wants relegation. And no, I'd rather be playing in the championship, trust me. But what about the fact that we might be establishing a team here 
where we go up and it's a team, a young team and a talented team that could then go into the championship and do bloody well in the championship next season if we go up. Go on, Ash. <laughs> go on. I, I, I mean, uh, it's a very, very good argument, well put by uh, an older gentleman who's much wiser than me. Um, <laughs> um, I, I still, I st- in your caravan. Look, look in, the, yeah, in my caravan. Um, I no, I, I still don't. I, I, I take your points. I think uh, Mr. Chancery, it has made him shit himself and think. Actually, I promised Premier League in 2017, I think it was, and uh, he's gone wrong direction. Um, but I'd still, I still. <laughs> It is looking. We've made some cracking signs. We've got rid of, De- like we said before, uh, got rid of Deadwood. Um, but and I'm going to be, I, I'm a realist. I think I love football, but I am a realist. What if we don't go up? Uh, it's I've another year. It could I've happen. I've said that. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Back back in ninety one. If we wouldn't have gone up, if the fact that they actually promoted three teams that season, well, that's it. I and, mean, and we had a Premiership side. We had a Premiership side then on Premiership wages. You know, um, surely it's better to have something and than not have it and not get there. So if we were Championship status and 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 survived by the one goal or one point or whatever, surely that for me that would have been better for us to be a Championship team. All right. uh, this could be a poltergeist, Daniel. Go on, Steve. I, I tell you what, because I, did, I I'm going to ask Steve now to try <laughs> yeah. and to try yes. and settle this argument, but I think you're going to end up with splinters on your ass, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling them. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, um, I'm, I'm, I have. I've, I've got one foot in both camps. The first, first of all, um, oh. I, I've said it. I've said it before. I think going down would have been the best thing for us if we could guarantee going back up. I think that'd be the case. But I think Ash, Ash is absolutely right. Um, if we'd have stayed up. We'll, you'll never know. It's it's the the sliding yeah. doors theory, isn't it? You'd never know what would have happened yeah. if we'd have stayed up by the skin of our teeth. The Chancery already made that decision that he was going to do what he was going to do and change his policy and approach. If we could have set up the way that we've set up in the Championship, that would have been preferable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd have rather been doing what we're doing now in the Championship and sitting mid-table with a, a Championship squad, uh, squad with a little bit of potential to to maybe kick on and and, and do better sort of significantly better than we did last year. And if it took a year in the championship before we get towards the playoffs again up there, then so be it. As it happens, that's not the case. I think we've talked about Peacock Farrell being the best signing. It's not necessarily a signing and we're, we're, we're lording Chancery at the minute, but I just wonder how much of an influence Dooley's actually having behind the scenes. I don't know for certain. Is it Chancery or is it that Dooley's gone in there and gone, um, by the way, this is all tits up. This is all going wrong. These are the problems with the club. This is what you need to do. Because I think Ash has mentioned it before. I'll stand corrected if it was somebody else. But I've heard that he's gone in there and he, he, he shuts Chancery down when he wants to go on one of his rants. Um, Chancery's got delusions of grandeur and he's keeping his feet firmly planted on the ground. And I think he needs a, a hell of a lot of credit for what's going on behind the scenes. Because if the club is changing, I don't necessarily think Chancery's turned around and gone, this hasn't worked. I've taken us down. We need to change things. I think people behind the scenes are in his ear. Obviously, Paxal's not around. I don't know what his involvement is. It's very much backseat if he is still involved in any way with the club. Um, but for me personally, the, the what's happening at boardroom level, 
miles away from where it needs to be, but it, it seems to be really, really promising. And I think that to speak to all the points that we're making about the kit, the transfer policy, the squad overhaul, the you know the restrictions we're putting on salaries and wages and budgets. Because let's be right, we're, we're, we we haven't spent a hell of a lot of money in terms of transfer fees. We're talking about allowed, chilling... though, have we? Pardon? I don't think we've been allowed. Have we? No, no you're right. exactly. But so we, whether or not we've been in an embargo or not, we've not spent the money. Um, but we've done everything on a shoestring, which was, you know, that was the point. And we're actually now we we sold green last week, um, and we can we can deconstruct that however you want. If we've got hundred grand for for Andre Green, that's hundred grand profit. If you look at obviously taking his salary and everything else away, and mm. um, we've made money on a player that. In, in the appearances that he made, flattered to deceive, to be honest with you. And I think Absolutely. I, and I think there was an element of, because he wasn't as shit as the other players, we just kind of gave him a bit of a free pass. And then yeah. and then all of a sudden, your players like Harris went, Reach went, uh, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, we've gone, oh, no, this geezer's shit as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, now, Ash, did you text your mate, Dooley? Um, is he in your group chat? <laughs> no, he's not in my group chat. No. Can you get him on? Can you get him on so we can ask him what he's doing? Because there's, there's clearly something different happening in Sheffield Wednesday. And, and you know, and, and ask you, Ash, you know, and, and, and Simon, I'm, yeah. you know, are you having fun, though? And I, and I must admit, I, when we went down, I was like, God, look at where we're going I, next season. Look at this. Yeah. But uh, I'm having fun. I Yeah, uh, it takes a, a lot for me to have fun because I'm a naturally miserable person and you ask my wife and children that. You made, you made me clutch me pearls then, Ash. There you are. There's, 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 there's a shock revelation on the podcast for you, you know. Um, but yes, I am, I am having fun. Uh, but the the supporter... Um, Engagement. Uh, overall of the, the day, she would call the match day experience, supporter experience is piss poor. Mm-hmm. Everything on the pitch is... is is looking great. We we all know that it's 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 going in the right direction. It can't go any further than top, which is cracking. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that. The business that we we can say business the club's done field on field is is cracking. Off field, uh, I think for me and I sit in the cop um, because I'm a tight ass. Um, it is it's it's below League One. Um, and I go back to. I was, I, Is this I about to, pies again? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yes, but it's everything. It, it's not just pies. It's it's beer. That's the it's series. Toilets. That's the episode title. It's, it's not yeah. just pies. It's just pies. Not but it's pies. it's beer. It's it's drinks. It's food. It's, it's toilets. It's it's everything about the match day experience, other than the match. Yeah. The problem we've I mean, got the, the problem we've got with the club is that there's been so little investment in the infrastructure of Hillsborough. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, because we were involved when Chansey took over of putting steelwork up for the scoreboard. Um, and when I was talking to the the, the guys there while we're put, they were they were putting the new pitch down at the time, and I was talking to the guys and they were saying there was so much lack of investment from. Because obviously, uh, Lee Strafford didn't have any money. Um, uh, Napoleon's guy, he didn't want to put any money in. He wanted to get money out. You know, uh, there was never any huge amount of money there until Chan Siri came in. And he had to spend a huge amount of money just getting the... So, for example, the lights that, that for the pitch, um, they had to rewire the, one of the stands because every time they plugged them in, it basically turned, it blew the fuse. 
because the, the wiring was so substandard because it was done in the 60s and they were plugging something in that was built, you know, in the 2000s and it just couldn't stand that infrastructure. And when they redecorated, if anybody had done hospitality before Chancery came in, it was like walking into the early 90s that, because it was all done for Euro 96. So the wallpaper, there was a border. Christ, how many people have borders in their houses nowadays? Nobody does. You know, it was it was horrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they had to like magnolia everything just to cover everything up because it looked so dated. And the problem we've got, I'm up in the grandstand and it's it's great up there. There's, the, the views are great and this and the other, but everything is so antiquated. The bars are so antiquated. There needs to be a huge amount of money spent on the whole stadium to improve the catering facilities. It does need knocking down and starting again, doesn't it? And that's the unfortunate thing about yeah. Hillsborough because I we haven't got the money. We're not that size club. And, you know, we've always joked about the Chancery Stadium and all the rest of it and on the old Dan Valley site and all the other rumours that went yeah. around and all that shite. Like, you know, there's... There's definitely something wrong with Hillsborough. It is a tired old stadium, but on its day, it looks absolutely bloody spectacular when it's rocking. And you wouldn't change that for the world, but as soon as you walk down those gangways, yeah. you go, Jesus. I'm, I'm, we went, we went to the, Scott Marty. I've got it we to went, the past. We went to that Uddersfield game and we were in the lower part of the South Stand. And that's effectively the same stand that was built whenever it was built in the Victorian times. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's that yeah. much paint. There's that much paint painted on the walls and the steps and everything like that. It's probably an inch thicker than it, you know, it should be. The uh, I, I remember when I had a season ticket and first I got it, I, I I was actually shocked when I went back about, oh God, I can't remember how long ago, was that the North Stand didn't have wooden seats anymore. Yeah. Because that, that was a real strong memory for me as a teenager going and going, they've still got wooden seats. But it then again, I, I started going where I could stand up. I was gutted when we had to it sit down. It was North Stand's birthday the other day, wasn't it? I don't know how old it was. <laughs> it was the, oh, well, happy birthday. Yeah, Here's a not, big shout out, man. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> come, Zoe. Here's Take a big ball. Shout out. It was built for the 60, 1966, wasn't it? Yeah. It was built for the 66 World Yeah, it was. Court. Yeah, it was. Now, listen, yeah. let's move on. Uh, I'm going to change the atmosphere a little bit somber now. There's been a bit of an online plea uh, from a uh, pair of compliment from a young woman who's had some uh, some pretty terrible bad news. So I'm going to let it, let you pick it up from here, pal. There, there's um, a lady called Shelley who, um, I mean, Steve probably knows more about it than me, but, but basically a partner died over uh, the lockdown period. Of um, He was ill with cancer. And uh, she got married at Hillsborough. She put some wedding photographs on Twitter. Um, they, they got married and there was a photograph of them on the pitch. And 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 I actually got married at Hillsborough as well. Um, but, 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 how'd, but how'd that turn out? Yeah, I got divorced five years later. So, um, but but unfortunately, and relegation. Her husband passed away. Uh, He'd rather have been relegated, though, so he's actually on, on a thing, isn't he? Well, I got married in 2000 when we got relegated, actually, from the Premiership, and we've never got back. So oh. <laughs> that's not my wife, by the way. Whose <laughs> <laughs> who's wife is it? <laughs> Go on. So, anyway, um, and basically, now we're allowed to go back to football matches, etc. cetera. Um, mm. She has a real... Uh, She's lost. She's lost the man she loved. She's lost the man, her life partner, um, and now she's trying to bring herself to be able to go back to Hillsborough uh, without him. Which I don't think any of us could actually. Uh, none of us can think how bad that must be. 
um, somebody you share your life with and then lose over a really shitty period like it was for a lot of people last year to a horrible disease. Um, and then to think, I want to go back and watch Wednesday, but the person who I share my life with and who I loved to bits is no longer going to be sat by the side of me. So, and and she put some really moving videos on um, Twitter yesterday, and what it showed was how awesome our fan base are, and how awesome the club were, and how awesome a certain captain of ours is. Yeah. Who, so so Barry Bannon's offered some tickets to her. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope she gets the full bells and whistles. And yeah. I, I I just want to say this about our fan base: we whinge, we moan, we complain, we are textbook Yorkshire you know what I mean we, we absolutely are and as a man that's um that's moved to the south and there's that difference that that Yorkshire people have is that you know if they're if anybody's having a bad time if anybody is is really struggling we all of a sudden stop whinging and we all step up and we all go are you all right love you know what I mean? There's, sometimes there's never really any conversation. It's just, a, are you all right, pal? Do you want to talk about it? Do you, or do you want a cup of tea, darling? Or do you want a beer? Come on, we'll, we'll go and have a swill. And and it's that type of thing that, that really goes a long way. And and I must admit, I think we're bloody brilliant at it. We, we really are. We, we're, we're, from a, we're from a culture in South Yorkshire of um, if, if that woman down the road didn't need her last tenner, she'd lend it to somebody else because yeah. they might need it. And fair play to the Wednesday fans, and um, and I mean it, and fair play to Barry Bannon as well for getting involved. But um, I think I think uh, yeah, I think the club over the last week, uh, um, I think their their fan engagement, their um, the player engagement. I think uh, was it this morning that um, uh, Jaden Brown, Jaden Brown, thank you, Steve, uh, went on. Uh, it was only a Twitter Q and A, but. <laughs> When was the last time a player did that? I think it, I ruined it, it, them, to be fair, Ash. Well, yeah, probably, Dan. With the earth. You still haven't fixed your bloody toe to Salik, have you? <laughs> I but, sold um, it years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the fan and, and the, the players that have, have come out, uh, I think Peacock Farrell had donated his gloves, signed some signed mm, gloves. Young lad, yeah. For yeah. the young lad video at Rotherham, it was uh, fantastic. Um, it's, it's stuff like that takes nanoseconds for a club, the club or a player to do something, but it means the world to, to kids and uh, and that, that young lady that's uh, obviously going through a tough time. And that's our club. And and I, I, I like that. I really do. I'm, yeah. I'm a negative man, but <laughs> stuff like that, I'm a big... Ash, are we seeing a different side of you tonight? Is no, that no, no. Right? It's really? always there. My, my kids say I've got a swinging brick, but, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it is there, but it, it's great to see. And I think yeah. our fans I think our fans really surprise us because, um, like you say, Dan, sometimes we could... God, we can moan. My yeah, we're God, great we good at moan. it. And, and maybe, as certainly as men, four, four Yorkshiremen here... You know, emotions aren't normally on our on our sleeves, are they? You know, but when unless it's complaining, uh, yeah, unless it's complaining, <laughs> absolutely. But in situations like Shelley and other people, we had Sid the Greek, didn't we, early mm. this year or late last year? Mm. You know, it, it, just that case of you know what, you know, if if you need a, a, a coffee or if you know, she'll she'll come to a Wednesday game, and it'll be shit hard for her. Yeah. So many people want to put her arms around her and, and hug her and say, you're part of, part of 20 odd thousand people here. Yeah, I kind of want to walk up to her and just, you know, just 
give it a little chink on the glass and go, you're right, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, Absolutely. just something like that. Just, just so she knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. But listen, let's uh, let's move on. Let's let's uh, let's get back to the football. And and Shelley, I I truly hope you're all right, darling. And um and you know, like like Simon says, you've got twenty odd thousand miserable wankers who want to <laughs> be your mate. And uh, and that's a hell of a phrase to say. You know what I mean? But um, but right. Let's uh, coming up. Uh, last five minutes. It's now preview time. Let's oh. talk about. Morecambe. I know nothing about bloody Morecambe. Steve, you know loads about Morecambe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you pull out a load of notes like a scroll and go, well, well that's when you need him. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I, I, I might surprise you, you know. Did you know what? they got up this year? They got promoted this year? Yep, they're a new team. Number one. I have got notes, by the way. Their manager is Stephen Robinson. Didn't the manager, uh, yeah. the manager who got him up go to Birmingham? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Somebody got yeah. promoted. Listen, listen, shush. Sorry, we're stepping oh, on sorry, Steve. Sorry, Mrs. Spence. Come to me. You come to me. You come to me. While I'm sorry, messing sir. about with my, while I'm messing about with brand new microphones, I'm going, fucking hell, Morecambe. Um, <laughs> Stephen Robinson's manager, uh, entirely new squad. Um, by all accounts, they're playing in all seriousness. By all accounts, they've, they've started really well and they're, they're, they're punching above for a team that have come up. Um, We've got a lad up front, Stockton, uh, scored two against Ipswich. Uh, they've all Ipswich on the opening day. You know, I think the overarching theme is we're expecting to be top of the league and then go to Morecambe and go, right, we, we are going to get four to, you know, like like, like Fudge is saying. But um, they, they've won one. They've they beat Shrewsbury. They only lost one nil to Rotherham. Um, they drew on the opening day against Ipswich. Um, it's your Brilliant. stereotypical potential banana skin. Us going in there and thinking that we're going to go out and, and absolutely steamroll them, which we all want to do. And everybody will have been looking at the start of the season and going, uh, Donny will be tough because it's local. Rotherham, they see it as a derby. That's going to be a tough one. Charlton finished sixth or wherever last year, uh, seventh last year. So the first big game that we're going to have, uh, Fleetwood, all due respect, but the first big chance to, to, to put some, you know, get a decent score on the board would be against Morecambe. Um, they're, they're doing all right at home. Um, they like to play attractive football. Um, Do they yeah, I, I think it might potentially be be a, be a tough one, uh, to be honest with you. But we'll go there. The the, the stadium's pretty small, uh, obviously, um, but we've sold out, and I think that's something that we're going to do uh, week in week out. To be honest with you, these these news flashes of breaking news: Sheffield Wednesday have sold out the away stand. Why are we doing that? Because we're going to sell out. We're going to sell out week in week out, aren't we? Let's be yeah. as long as, as long as we're playing as, as we're playing. Absolutely. Um, so go on, Steve. Get, get, go on, Dash. Uh, do they play the Mazuma Stadium? Do yes, they do. Ah, well, like Google, Wash. Yeah. <laughs> what's their nickname, oh, What's, what's, what's their Google, nickname, Dash? Steve? Is it the Shrimpers? It's the Shrimpers. The shrimpers. The shrimpers. They, got, they've got a shrimp on the badge. They have got a shrimp yeah. on the badge. That's why I know. So, Steve, eight just... and a half thousand, is it? And we're Ash, taking are you on Wikipedia, mate, by any no. chance? My hands are in my pockets. Yeah, I don't want to know what you're doing with bloody hands in your phone is on, actually. Look, calendar there, see? Yeah, and you've probably got Siri on. Steve, give me a score prediction. 2-0. 2 0 to the Wendy. Smash. What are you saying about, you know, what do you reckon? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Stevie. I think 2-0. I think it'll be um cagey first 20 minutes again, like it was Rotherham. But I think Wednesday will have too much. I think I think they'll suss them out. I think they'll just take the time depending who plays, of course, and and think, yeah, 2-0 for me. 
What about you, Simon? Are, they, are Wednesday going to go in swinging Ashes brick around? I, I have to agree with the boys. I think 2-0. I think I like the fact that Steve says they play football. I think that'll suit the way we play. Mm-hmm. I honestly think there's still a lot of us think we can only get better. Um, this team haven't been together very long. I think our back five are too too strong for nearly all the teams in this league at the moment. I certainly would put that out there. Um, it's going to be good. I'm going with my boy. So me and Ethan are going. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. I'll not go to the bar until half-time whistle actually goes. Um, so I don't miss anything. <laughs> um, looking forward to it. I think I went to the last time we played and when we beat them 2-0, I think it was in the cup. Um, a few years ago. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So, yeah, 2-0. I'm going to go 3-0 because I'm feeling quite optimistic, but I think they might cause a bit of problems, like Ash says, in the first 20 minutes. Um, so there you are, two nils all around, and I've gone balls out with a 3-0. Before we go tonight, ladies and gentlemen, there's just something I want to speak about um, that I, I I think it's a nice thing that I also can understand. Papa John's. Yeah, it's, it's the Papa John's thing, right? So... <laughs> The you've got a load of Wednesday fans who are buying tickets for the for the Papa John's game and then going, does anybody want this ticket on social media? Now, that's kind of really nice, but it's also I know why you're doing it to get the points. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Is, is yeah. anybody else like I think it, what it reminds me of is like something that um, <clears throat> some local councils have tried to get rid of when you had to put your um your registration number into the parking meter. So you could, because yeah. I think one of the greatest human nature things go 20 minutes left on that pal. And you go, yes, I can go to the bank and straight out, you know? And, and I th- it's kind of got that vibe. Is anybody else with me or is anybody else like, no, it's wrong. Uh, uh, I don't, I suppose you, we know why they've done it, that, but yeah. I do, I do feel that the, the priority point system is probably one of the fairest things. Yeah. Um, how, how the club goes about it. People on Twitter moaning about it. Go go to QPR on a Tuesday night. Go to God knows Plymouth or yeah. do you know what I mean? Met, yeah. met the effort and and spend your money. Lose a couple of days. You, then you've got the right to go to Rotherham, Doncaster, yeah. Sheffield United, Leeds. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. even Wembley, heaven yeah. forbid. So I, I, I and, we're going and there for the people, pizza trophy, Ash. We're, good, we're picking yeah. it up. We're going to no, go no, to Wembley no. and but, we're going to win the pizza cup. Well, that's it. It's it's ten pound for adult. Uh, I think the lad is five pound. Uh, he wants to go. I'm gonna go. Uh, it's football. It's Wednesday. Why not? Ash, Ash, have, you, have you been there before? Have you been up them stairs? Are you sure? What? St James's Park up them bloody away stairs. It's at Hillsborough. It's at Hillsborough. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Dan. My app says St James's Park. Now it's at Hillsborough, mate. Just Listen, I'm going to cut this bit out. Never you mind. It's my app. It says St. James. What do you think about this? The fact that we're playing, so teams are allowed to field under yeah. 21 sides in this. It, 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 I know. I know it's yeah. it's not it's not the League Cup and it's not the FA Cup, but who did uh, t- under 21 side? Oh, I mean, I, it's just, I, I, the, the thing is, what? it's all about development, isn't it? It's all about <laughs> development. The 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 under 21, 23 league is obviously. It's not the best thing. I don't know anything about it, but it's obviously not the best. So they need these youngsters to to have healthy competition to to bring them through. So, I mean, I I I, I don't care. To be I don't really with you. care. I'm, I'm at that point. To be honest with you, you look at the team that they they will probably put out. They're not going to play 
any sort of fringe players for the first team squad. It will be effectively an academy side. Yeah, um, or any or any players coming back from like injury or something. Do you I don't think it works Possibly. like that. I think you can only have a couple of ringers. Twenty one, aren't they? Have they got to be under twenty one? Got... I, I think I they think think might be allowed one or two ringers because I remember Akinfen were played against the. Uh, Somebody uh, with for Wickham against somebody's under twenty ones, and he absolutely just kicked the crap out a load of kids. Well, <laughs> like... the, the thing is, what 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 it effectively does for a Premiership club that's opted in, and it was an opt-in thing, if I remember yeah. rightly, a couple of okay. years ago. Mm. Yeah. What they've done is they basically gone right. If we put our teams in this, in my opinion, they've gone. We put our teams in this. Um, we go to Hillsborough, and we're not going to do it with Newcastle because of certain circumstances around some dickhead that's running that team. Um, you might go, all right, we've played your team. We want to, we've got a lad that's played centre-half tonight. We're going to try and get him out on... Exp- it's a shop window for those players, mm, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think in for the, the players, it's great. And yeah, I, t- so- I, t- I tell you, when it, when it hit home for me, it was when I was speaking to Grant Holt, and he was talking about having this uh, yeah. this career from being 18, 19. And when the under-23 system came in, when we, when they got rid of the... Uh, the uh, tribunal system. I don't even remember when a big club would steal your player. Mm-hmm. It'd go to tribunal, and mm-hmm. and now they pick them up for pence. So to have this this competition now gives them, like you say, proper competition to play against actual male footballers. Because who was it? You know, one of the, one. Of, I think it was who was one of the players that we interviewed where he says the first question they'll ask you when you as a scout they'll go how many games has he played, and yeah. and it gives it an opportunity for that. I assume. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, go back, to, go back to it. I, I'm, I'm all right with it. Uh, priority points, ten pound. Get ten points. There you are. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not like people are going to get extra because everyone, every man in dog's going to do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you're going to get more points and. and get At the end of the day, it's bringing finance into the club as well, isn't of course. it? Bringing well, there you are. I'm, I'm going because we might very well put out a second string squad that will involve players that we've not even seen yet. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Corbiano Col- and, and Corbiano, or yeah. Yeah. he's not been like picked him. for Canada either. So. Yeah, so actually, yes, that that brings me on to the next point. Uh, we will be playing Sunderland on the arranged date. Uh, yeah. We didn't get Patterson or Palmer in the Scotland squad. Corbiano didn't make the Canada squad, so we are literally going to play Sunderland without our rate good goalkeeper. Soz lads. <laughs> right. So listen, thanks a lot for joining us tonight. I hope the, the lads sound a lot sexier than what they normally do with their lovely sexy new microphones. Oh, yes. um, listen, if you want to get involved in the uh, in the Wednesday week, if you're uh, if you're uh, if you want to get involved and come and talk nonsense with us, by all means shoot shoot us a tweet or send us an inbox and we'll uh, we're glad you have you on. And uh, and then we might get some more people like we had Stokey last week who just went for a fag and a beer while we're halfway talking about all, sort of, all sorts of nonsense. But listen, thanks a lot for joining us. See you later, kids. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net, Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.